Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 225. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This, my friends, is a show that is designed to give you an inside look, the the behind-the-scenes look, into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. I'll get it right one of these days. We are a family that has given up on the ordinary in an effort to pursue the lives for which we were created. Yes. Hey, I like that. How about I'm going to put that in here. We, we are a family. What's it say before? They are a, a, oh. a family for which oh. they were created. Look at but, you making it personal. Yeah, it's it's all about as we are a family. Are you speaking about the Ravenscrest in the third person? <laughs> we are a family that has given up on the ordinary in an, in an effort to pursue the lives for which we were created. Sweet. So if there. you don't like that. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> we're we're also so sad. We're also incredibly authentic in in, in whether that be a good or bad. And hey, no longer struggle with people pleasing. <laughs> yes, that is gone. <laughs> this is a completely different show now. You are not going to find this podcast to be two people telling you what you want to hear all the time. That's right, and and we are not a family that has our act together. Oh, God, no. <laughs> we are messed up people. We are. With a totally awesome God that covers us with lots and lots of good grace. Yes. So, anyway, Stephanie. Clifford. We have lots of things we can talk about today, which I'm so excited about. Now, yeah. we got a halfway decent working ta- tagline. If I actually maybe run through it learn once. Learn how to read. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I learn how to read, I might be able to say it without messing up get speaking it w- of reading you read an entire book in a week i did what is up with that it took it's because you didn't have to podcast about it that's what it had was you had to podcast about it it totally would have taken you a year and a half yes but because you were just able to read it and take it in for what it was you finished a book in a week i finished an entire book in a week now granted it was a very short book i mean i think if it were a printed book i think it was like 230 pages okay I, i'm not sure to be honest with you um what is it? You know, t- tell people what it is. I have no idea. I was hoping you would fill that part in. You don't in. know? I, I, let me just see. It's if- a book that I'm reading because Cliff told me I should read it. I cannot have the time. The timekeeper. It is. It is gspn.tv slash. And let me see if I have it. I want to see if I have a link to this already. It's called The Timekeeper. Okay. I was and right. And I the wonder timekeeper. if I have The Timekeeper book is. There it is. So if okay. you want to find this. You could go to gspn.tv slash the timekeeper book. But before I do that, let me go to mardell.com. I should probably tell people this instead of. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the timekeeper. And I would assume that it might be here. Uh, let's see here. View all matches. Okay. It didn't pull up under those three words separated. So let's do the timekeeper together. And no, Mardell okay, does not have so this. Can we just get back at it and talk about like the book actually? Absolutely. Okay. Well, the, the timekeeper is by Mitch Albom, I think is his name. Okay. And this is a book that recommendation that I got from a very unlikely source. My mom. <laughs> she calls me up on I love my how phone. I'm shocked you are by you know, that. I, 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 to this date, 
I have I have now lived nearly 40 years. I know. Nearly 40 years. But this, that's for a whole other podcast. My mom has been my mom for nearly 40 years. Really? All my life, she has been my mom. And to this date, I've only in my entire existence on this earth only had one book recommendation from my mom. And it was this past week. She calls me on the phone. She's been reading a lot lately. She has been reading a lot. She got a Kindle Fire last year. And she is just like book crazy. But anyway, so my mom, (laughs) she calls me. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something that Megan said about your mom and her books. And okay. so anyway, it was funny so in my mind. Anyway, she calls me. I answer the phone and she goes, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just working. Oh, really? And she's in the car. And you know what my mom does. She yeah. She's always got me on speakerphone. Yes. I, my, I don't think my mom's ever. She's got an iPhone, which I think is funny in and of itself that my mom has an iPhone. I love that. But she has, she has an iPhone. And to this date, I don't think she's ever held the phone to her ear. I don't think she knows that she can hold the phone to her ear. <laughs> it's always on speakerphone. Uh-huh. You know, now that I While, got my second ear piercing, I can't actually hold my phone to my ear anymore. Nice. Go ahead. So, so and of course... She never calls me when she's in a quiet location. She's always, you know, driving down the road with my dad. My dad's driving. She calls me. Hey, what you doing? And I, I hear my mom and my dad. And it sounds like they're in the backseat of the car and the phone's <laughs> up on the dashboard, you know, and stuff. So she goes, wow, um, you know, I, I just wanted to tell you about this great book. And I'm like, what? Seriously? Mom, what are you talking about? I just got to tell you about this book. So there's this guy on the Today Show um and and he was talking about this book it's called the timekeeper you got to get it and i'm like okay i said so have you read this and she goes why i just ordered it (laughs) but you but you have to read this (laughs) and i'm like okay so what do i do i immediately after i get off the phone with my mom and i'm like okay so i'll i'll go to amazon and see what this book's all about so it says, from the author who inspired millions worldwide, which, by the way, I've never heard of Mitch Albom before. Have you heard of him? No. I have I not either. No, not that I know of. Anyway, it says, from the author who inspired millions worldwide book with books like Tuesdays with Maury, which I've never heard of that book before. Mm-mm. And then he says, and the five people you meet in heaven. All right. Okay, now that book I think I have heard of before. See, I, I'm not sure if I've heard so, about that. But no. I didn't recognize his name. You know, David Foster, our mm-hmm. our late friend David Foster, in his final sermon series, he did a sermon on the the I think it was the five people you'll meet on your way to heaven, and I and I'm wondering if that if he didn't make mention in the very first episode when he talked about it about this this potential book, uh, so I don't know if that's that's what you know where he was inspired to come up with the name for that sermon series. You all right? We'll see. Okay. Yet to be determined. So anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I still, I, I, I'm not sure that I ever heard of the five people you'll meet on your way. Uh, uh, you'll meet in heaven. Uh, he says, comes this imagine, most imaginable novel yet. The timekeeper, a compelling fable about the first man on earth to count the hours. Obviously, you know, my dad, my stepdad is a workaholic. There's no question that I am a workaholic. It's always about, you know, putting in the hours and hard work and, you know, and stuff like this. I've, I've always been the type of person and I'm trying to get, you know, to break free from some of this to kind of, you know, change a little bit. 
I, I think some of it's my personality. Some of it's been the way my environment's been all my life. But, you know, I, I, I live for the next thing. It, it, I oftentimes struggle with living in the present. I try. I attempt to do better. But the thing is, though, is that, you know, I, you know, obviously there is a lot of life that is lost in consistently pursuing the future. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, and, and so every gift that we have in the present is a gift. And and I and, and that's a message that obviously I I definitely believe in strongly, but yet I fail to live out in my life. So I'm thinking maybe this guy, this Mitch album, got on the Today Show and talked and and really impressed my mom and thought that man, this is a book that I I, I wonder if my son would read. So given the fact that my mom's never given me a book recommendation before, I looked at it. Uh, which, by the way, I'm I'm here on the main page on Amazon. The printed version is 239 pages. Uh, pages. And so I saw that they do have a Kindle. Of course, whether or not I'm going to read a book anymore is often determined whether or not there's a Kindle edition. So there was. And I sent this sample. I told my mom, I said, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll send the sample over to my mm-hmm. Kindle. And so I'll read it. Uh, read the opening and see if it and if it grabs me. And I did. I read the sample, and as soon as I got to the end of the sample, I immediately purchased the book. And about two hour, no, about an hour later, I was on chapter seventeen, and I'm like, "Wow, this is good." And so I, so I told you about it, and you got it, and you well, well I sent you it to sent you. it to my Kindle, and you read the first sixteen chapters while Megan was at dance. I did. Um, I spent forty five minutes. Last Saturday, and I read the first 16 chapters. Now, they're not very long chapters. Yeah, the chapters in a printed... I don't have a printed version of this, but I would assume maybe two pages, maybe three pages most um, per chapter. Something like that. I can tell you that um, I'm 20% through the book. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I have another free hour, I'll sit down. Or as soon as I have a free hour where I can you know, process information and take in a story... Um, sit down and and read some more, and I'm I'm gonna finish the book because you asked me to read it. Right. I'm looking in the chat room, and uh, let's see here. So let me pull up. Uh, let's see how far back does this go? Anyway, um, is it me or the video? Go- okay, Tuesdays with Mari was a really good book. Hey Cliff, they made a, mo- a movie from it, is what Carol says. So, and then Troy says the. Tomorrow's with more. I get anyway. The Tuesdays a, with Mari. Yeah, Tuesdays with Mari. He put TWM. Uh, audio book is awesome. It has audio clips from Mori. Sniff, sniff. So I don't know anything about what any of that stuff means, and maybe I'll look into it later because I did enjoy this book. Mm-hmm. It took me a, a while to get used to the way it's written. It is written in and, an odd fashion, um, and, and I, I mean, I mean the. The writing itself. Yeah, the style. Not just the fact that it, it story jumps between these three different stories yeah, that's, that's quite a, often. We've seen that before. But I've, right. But um. But the way that it, it's like, it doesn't say he said and then she said and then he said. Right. And then she, there's sometimes where you have to assume who, who said, said what. what. Right. And, um, but it, it's not unenjoyable. So I'll, I'll finish reading it. Yeah, I finished the, I, I finished, this is the thing, it's. You know, 239 printed pages. I finished this book in a total of about maybe two and a half, three hours. No, because you told me that you were on chapter 17 after reading for two hours. I thought it was, but I looked and it was only an hour. Okay. I didn't, I didn't spend two hours. 
So it, it was about it was about two and a half three hours total for me to read through this entire book, and it would if you in total. I read it in four different sessions, though. You know, ten minutes here, fifteen minutes there, and then all of a sudden last night I couldn't sleep, and I got out of bed and finished the entire book. So I enjoyed the book. It wasn't mind blowingly amazing. I had al- I mean, I already knew the message of the book in my heart, and and it's something that I'm well on my way of you know trying to to live the gift of the present and and stuff like that. So I, 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 it wasn't that impactful for me, but I did enjoy the story. I, I did enjoy the fable, the way that it was told in a fictional way. And and it was more than anything, it just reaffirmed things that I already knew cool. that were important. But for many people, I could see how this would be very important. The one thing I really got out of this was, and, and I think that this is, there are a couple, there are a couple key points of the story that may hit me over time. And one of them is, for example, there's a, there, the story is about, really it's about three individuals. Right. All right. And one of those ind- individuals is, is supposedly the 14th most uh, wealthiest men in the world. And he is dying. And of course, there's nothing his money can do. And so much of his life was spent acquiring this wealth and he has a wife and, and that, that part of the story, you know, really gets you to think, you know, what am I pursuing? And of course, that's the whole moral of the story is why, why are we, why are we pursuing the days? You know, why can't we sit back and enjoy? And of course, there, the, there's a part of me that's internally saying, but whoa, wait a minute. If you don't work, you don't eat, you know? And, and so, Yeah. It's. It, I'll tell you what. It's called the Timekeeper. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's available on Mardell, at least from my initial searches here. So, if you want to grab it and you want to use our Amazon affiliate link, it's at gspn.tv/slash/the-timekeeper-book. gspn.tv/forward/slash/the-timekeeper-book, and that'll take you to there. Now, if Daryl comes back and listens to this and says, "Whoa, wait a second, we got that on Mardell," then I will certainly just update that link. So you can still go to gspn.tv slash the timekeeper book and it will take you to Mardell. Right. All right. Yep. Very cool. So that's that. What's next? Well, I think that it's quite funny that you were talking about how the one story that, that really struck you was the, um, 14th most rich, yes. Wealthiest man in the world. And another item on our, um, on your show notes is um, the possibility of acquiring a building for GSPN. Oh, yes, a commercial uh, location for uh, yes. GSPN. So, like, those two together, you know, cause some conflicting... Yeah, there, there's a lot of conflicting things. So, yeah. um, I'll tell you what, I, I, I've just talked a lot, so why don't you introduce this okay. from your side? Because this kind of came out of nowhere for you. It did. Um, Monday afternoon, you called and... um. Monday afternoon, I went to get McKenna. Yeah. Megan came with me and we got home. You weren't here. Right. You were here when I left. <laughs> and I'm like, the school's not that far away. But um, so you called and um, you're like, so, you know, that building. And um, and so you're trying to describe it to me. And and I do know because I drive the same three miles. Every day multiple times a day what 
<laughs> Steve says in the chat room, he says, I love how Steph looks so bored when Cliff oh, is talking. That. I responded. <laughs> I said, LOL. <laughs> that's i just i just got yeah. to that part in the chat room i'm sorry that's funny so anyway so i called uh, but said, i heard everything that you said it I was know. just sometimes i think that you're just talking to the listeners rather than talking to me because i already know what you're saying okay that makes sense sometimes it but is. i know everything that you said because i even I started my story re-saying what you said i gotcha think i could say he said she said a couple more times before i go on i don't know where were you at so i called so you called and you're said, you know that you, building you know that building and um i'm like yeah you're like well it's for sale again and i just called now this like really struck me because that's not something that you would normally do that's like very out of the norm for you <laughs> you think yeah and um and not only did you call and get the price on the building you had already called your dad to talk to him about it. And um, and so you're telling me that he says it's a great investment and we have this money set aside for GSPN to invest in something. And um, I'm telling you that I got excited like right away because I'm thinking, okay, yes, there's a great cost. Yes, the, um, the building is gonna need quite a bit of renovations before we could even move into it. Um, it's a great risk. It's scary as all get out. And um, that's not really what I was going to say. But then I remembered that this is a family show. <laughs> so, um, anyway, it's just there are so many things going on. But then I think about how exciting it is. Um, and the idea of, um, you know, we've had such a struggle um, since you started working full time separating work and home and you can never quite get your mind out of this small blue room and um and how to me the mortgage on the building would be worth having work there and home here right like that that's worth it to me completely and um and so i'm really excited about it but i'm also trying to um let you think through it let you work through your emotions about it. And, but I'm all like, okay, so if we know that, that we need, you know, we need to like start doing things to look into it. I'm already s tired of thinking about it and I want to start making action. Whether that action is deciding a yes or a no is yet to be determined, but taking the steps to find out whether it's a yes or a no. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, why don't you make a list of those things that you think we ought to do? And and start pursuing them from your angle and, and we'll consistently walk through step by step and talk about these as we go through it. And, and just tell no me what I need to be. I, I, okay. Well, make, make out a list of the, uh, I think if you make out a list of the things that you think are the next steps, then submit them to me and, and we'll look at them together and, okay. and then I'll submit them to somebody else and say, right. hey, you know, based upon your experience, what do you think of this list? Is there anything that we're missing here? And I can get more of those. And then all of a sudden I can get a big old to-do right. list. Well, I think then, I think the next step would be for us to see the inside. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Well, the phone number, I have the, a picture of the, of the real estate sign, yes. which is what I call it. And I drive past it four times a day. So, so call him and <laughs> One of the up. kids could jot it down for me. I would not write it down myself while driving. <laughs> But I drove by and took a picture with my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, so you're excited. And, and here's the here's the deal. So I had just got off the phone 
with one of our with one of my business advisors. Uh, and and I'm not afraid to say it, it was Stuart. I, and okay. I have I have about five to seven business like real good business advisors, mm-hmm. and I had just got off a 90 minute phone call with him. And one of the things that he says, Cliff, I think you're, it's time. I think it's time to, for you to really consider getting that that employee and and stuff. I I keep listening. And it's like, you know, you're, you're turning down business. You're turning this away. I, you know, I I send you an email and I get this thing that says, hey. You know, I, I'm not checking my email for next week, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of deal. I mean, come on. Seriously, I think if you had an, an employee you could trust, he says, I'm not saying you, you hire that employee next week. It might take you some time to find the right employee. All of this stuff, I understand. But, but you know, I, have you thought about this? You know, it, it could right. be time. And and all of the things he's saying is making sense. And I'm, I tell you what, all of a sudden I started saying, I could see this. I can see this. I can see this. Which, by the way, he started talking about this stuff last year more that's what i was gonna say this isn't the first time he said this to you yeah this is this this came up more than a year ago and and basically i was a i was completely opposed to the idea of employees back then yes and magnus is in the chat room he's asking employee versus va and of course i've talked about that on pursuing a balanced life before but but the thing is is i already have virtual assistants and what he's recommending is a an actual employee, somebody who is a part of my staff, somebody who is a who is going to be physically present in my location, you know, right. it, it, that is going to be here. Who will, you know, it, you know, the, the synergy that happens when when you come together and you share this vision and passion and mission and you're moving forward on projects and stuff like that. He goes, before you know it, he goes, yeah, he says, you could, I mean, you talk about, you know, renovating the garage and stuff like that, you know, but you got, if you had an employee then, they're coming to your house. Well, and that's something that I have always said from, from the beginning is that, you know, I don't really like when people come here to our house. And if any of, if, if any of those people listen, it's not that this is my home. And if I'm having a bad day and want to be in my robe, then I should be able to do that. Right. And if I don't want to vacuum for a week, I should be able to do that. Right. And using <laughs> this the restroom and the using the restroom shouldn't require that our employees are coming through our house. Right. And and I get that. I I so so the idea of I, I and so I was telling I said you know the idea of renovating the garage I I've never really been ultra excited about right. that idea. Um, you know, and, and, you know, then the next idea is, you know, building the shed quarters out in the backyard and stuff like that. And I, and the the thing is, there won't is, be room for it. My pool will be out there. Yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the situation. I, there's nothing the, all of those things, you know, renovating the garage, building a shed quarters, doing this, doing that. Those are all, if I continue to keep in my mind or have the mindset that gspn.tv is always going to be just you and I. Right. And podcast answer man is always going to be me. And and I'm going to pretty much continue to lead the or to to steer all of this as if I'm the center of it, and and go more towards the Dan Miller route, which is perfectly fine. That's that's an acceptable way to go. Yeah. But even Dan Miller has a physical location for his business stuff that's separate from the house. Right. It's on the same property, but still he has a separate location, and he does have not employees; they're contracted workers. Who come in and do things, but they do things in this physical location. So he even even he has those things that he wouldn't go and try to do out of his home. Right. So the part of me think, and then of course uh, the other thing that I really feel in my heart is that 
and, and I say this and it's scary for me to say these things because it goes against all the fears that I have. And sometimes it's easier to hold on to the fears because if you hold on to the fears, it keeps you from moving forward. And if you're not moving forward, then you don't have to worry about falling. But anyway, I'm just I'm just speaking honestly out loud. I know. I'm just saying the words that most people would never even say. But I, I, totally I know it. that they're there. So here's the deal. I recognize that one of the things that I keep saying is that I think we're just at the beginning of this, that that in my mind, I see some really big things in the future. I don't know what they are, but I, I really see big things happening. But what I feel deep in my heart is that God's got plans way bigger than any of those things than I could ever imagine. And that kind of stuff just doesn't happen out of our garage. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I know what you mean. So I talk to my dad and I'm like, so, so Stuart says this and, and, I, and while I'm talking to him, I say, I see this and I see this, I could see this doing this, this. And I said, you know, I, I, and, and the fact is that I can get excited about thinking about these things if the money was just there. You know, right now we're at a place where the financial situation of our business is to where I can comfortably pay myself. Every month I feel good that I'm going to be able to afford me as an employee. <laughs> right. All right. That took a Me, long time. Me, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah. not happening. <laughs> but it, it took a long time to get here. But the thing is, is even me as an employee, we're, we're, we're not at a place where I'm comfortably able to start putting lots of money away, you know, for, in, you know. Seriously, like pension, college? Because college. we have a kid going to college in like five years. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then I told him, I said. <laughs> Which sounds absurd to me. I said, but, you know, I see how things are going. And it's, I mean, if I needed, needed $20,000 to send somebody to college, I there I could immediately say okay well you know what in six months I'm going to do this event and it's going to generate you know forty thousand dollars in revenue and twenty thousand of that will you know thirty thousand of it here they'll take tech blah 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 and there there's there's twenty thousand it's like I I know that I could pull something like that off if I had to and see that's the question it's like man am I just getting lazy I think so well hold on I'm just kidding I know I'm just but, but I don't here's think the thing. you're lazy at all I know I, I'm not but the thing is I'm is about to get that bored look again I'm trying to I'm trying to get to this place where I'm not working around the clock I'm not I know. like there's nothing wrong with not working around the clock and making big things happen at the same time I don't think the two necessarily have to go hand in hand. I know for it, that's a hard thing for me to grasp in my mind how I, I can work in, you know, I, I number one, I don't even have a desire to. Well, maybe I do have a desire to to work an eight hour day. That would be nice. But, you know, I, I, a good eight to ten hour day. Dude, I worth. think you do work an eight hour day. Would you work? Would you work on Tuesday? <laughs> Well, listen here. I slept on the couch till 11. How many hours did you work on Tuesday? I probably only worked about eight hours that day. All right. See, but there are some eight hour days in there. Oh, some. How often does that happen, though? I don't know, but there's a lot of mornings when I'm up at 530 and you're still in bed until 630. 730, 830. Well, it depends. But anyway, I'm trying, I am trying to get six or seven, six to eight hours of I sleep love, too. I love the nights when, when you say, I want to get up at 530 and I want to get up with you at 530 tomorrow, wake me up. And so I'll wake you up and I'll be like, Hey, it's, it's 530. You know, are you ready to go? And you're like, no, I didn't get the amount of hours of sleep that I was. 
I'm in the leader. I'm like, well, dang it, neither did I, but I got to get up. <laughs> Nobody's telling me I can go back to bed. The school system is not going to wait an hour because I did not get seven hours of sleep. It says, you know what, lady? Who cares? Get your butt out of bed. That's exactly what it says. <laughs> And and I used I want to be self-employed. Please, <laughs> well, can I be self-employed? I want to lay on the couch until eleven. Well, I did that one day. Come on, seriously. Oh, come on. And that was you know that that you know, one day. On. You know hold that on. that one day is going to get you tons and tons and tons. <laughs> I know it is. I, I just for the record, that morning I was up at four a.m. and asleep by seven. <laughs> I was up for three hours before I took that nap. Come on, seriously. You've got to hear how absurd you sound to yourself. I was up for three hours before I took that nap. I was up from four to seven. 4.30. 4.30, okay, fair enough, two and a half hours. Anyway, can we get back, where was I? I was up for three hours before I took that nap. Oh, you're funny. You're funny. You you sit over there with your little justification. I gotcha. <laughs> eight uh, hours would no. you really want to work an eight hour day yeah i don't know i mean I, i'm i'm okay with a good solid eight to ten hours a day you know but the question is can i pull I off no because i'm thinking do i really want you around for the rest of the time i know you are but <laughs> i'm kidding but the thing is though is can i pull off all of these things that would be necessary and still work you know yes Eight to ten hours a day, you five can, days a week. Because you just said if you had a kid going to college and you needed thirty thousand dollars, you can make that happen with one event. Yes, you can make these things happen. You just need to make them happen in the everyday without college tuition hanging over your head. Although I will tell you, college tuition is hanging over your head. Okay. That kid's going to college in six years, provided they take her. <laughs> Telling you. That one, McKenna, she's like, I ain't leaving. I'm like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> All right. So anyway. A building for GSPN. Yeah. So so I called my dad and my dad's like, you know, how much, you know, how much are they asking? And of course, this is this is northern Kentucky. This is Hebron. And this is a place where stuff's expensive. I mean, it, yeah. it, nothing's cheap around here. And the cost for this building is about what you, is what I would have expected to pay for the land itself. Right. And they're all and and I called and the real estate guy says it, it's it's so funny that you call because just today they reduced the price to 109,000. And I'm like, "Really? Interesting." And and so he was telling me a little bit more and, and stuff like that and I it's like if you ever want to look at it just let me know and I said, "Well, okay, well, I'll let you know." But 109000 so I immediately called my dad. And I said, you know the 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 auto parts the bill, store? Yeah, yeah. I said, you know that's available? He, he has, he, I sit there, I said, guess how much they want for it? And he says, well, how much? I said, 109000 He goes, you got to be kidding me. And You're it, almost stealing it. And he's like, he goes, and I sit there, I said, I, you know, I've been thinking, you know, if it, you know, what, whether or not it might be a good idea or not for us to to buy a place like that and create like a studio, you know, for our, for my business. And he says, "Man, Cliff, I think that'd be a great idea." And I'm like, "Seriously?" And and I said, and he's like, "Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea because you know you'd probably want to borrow about three hundred thousand dollars. That way you have you know enough to 
pay, you know, to renovate it and get right. it the way that you need it and stuff like that. He goes, but man, that would be a great thing. He says, he goes, let me just tell you this. There are many times over my lifetime where, you know, I've seen opportunities for real estate and stuff like that. Just opportunities come along and they don't come along very often where I just, you know, I, I wanted to do it, but I chose not to because I just wasn't sure the income would be there. And man, within two or three years, it just doubled or tripled in value. And he said, there he goes, you know, I, sometimes I look back and I just kick myself for not doing it because the money always came, you know, right. the you know, it, it, it just, it, it came when it needed to come. And that's, so that's, that's the conversation I have. He goes, and if you, he says, if you want me to come look at it with you, I'll do that. All of this different stuff. And I'm like, man, nobody's telling me, you know, anything except for this is a great idea. So now I've got one business advisor. I've got my wife and now I've got my dad. All three of them say this is an amazing idea. I was excited about it. And then all of a sudden I started to realize, oh, what does this mean? You know, you know, money. And it's like, and it's not just the building, but it's also the, the, um, the, the other thing is that, um, the employee aspect of it, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden it starts to freak me out and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I, and I, and then podcast answer man, I kind of said, you know, I, I feel like a turtle who's climbing kind of like, you know, climbed back into a product, uh, protective shell. It's like, I don't know if I want to come out here and play, you know, okay. I feel, I feel, I feel like a turtle getting ready to cross a massive five lane highway. Well, it, 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 during rush hour, okay. that's, that's how, that's how I feel. Yeah. Brad says, man, things are cheap in Kentucky. Buildings around here in California are like $500,000 to start. Yuck. And actually, most the we just looked at a building uh, that is right down the road, smaller than the one that we're at, and it's $300,000. Right. And it also would need major renovations. So I'm telling you that um, this this is an amazing deal. Now, the thing is, is so Stephanie and I, we come home. And I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll finish the story after we talk about Mardell because we're 33 minutes in. I want to okay. say thank you to Mardell. So anyway, by the way, this podcast, as you guys mo- might know already, that um, is sponsored and has been sponsored from the beginning by uh, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. They're an online Christian education store. They have Christian books, movies, DVDs. They have homeschooling educational materials. They have so many things. Go check out Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com, slash GSPN if you want to see our own personalized page on the site with some of the resources that we have recommended over the years as we've gone through this show. Um, And if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, you get 10% off, and it's a great way to thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we're very, very, very appreciative to Mardell for their sponsorship of Family from the Heart. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you guys out there who support GSPN through your purchases from Mardell and telling other people about them, especially if you're a part of a homeschool education network of any type. Uh, tell them about the promo code GSPN at Mardell.com. All right. So anyway, I come, we come home and then I talk we to We walk you. up and see it. We walked up, took the camera took some pictures and we ran into a friend, uh, a mom of one of, uh, of McKenna's. Uh, uh, okay. So McKenna goes to school with a little girl was in her class last year and they're pretty good friends. 
and her mom, basically McKenna's friend, lives right next door to this building. Yes. And she happened to be out in the backyard as we were taking pictures, and she happened to have not only be the next door neighbor of this building, but she used to work there back when it was an art apart store when it first opened, and she worked there. That was her. She worked. That was her first job, and that's what she her first job since she moved into that area. And she worked there until it closed, and she knew everything you could want to know about this building, including. One of the things that we've heard, and she said, one of the things they may not tell you is that there's this certain, and I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say what we've heard, but right, there's this know. certain material that might be present that if it's there, it's a very dangerous material. Uh, and and most times you would have to ha- pay special hazmat teams to go in and clean, it clean this type of material out if it were present. And I was also told some information about the fact that how it got overlooked in the past. So that's about as much as I will share. Uh, so it, it's all. And I told Stephanie, I said, it's almost as though when I felt led or called to check into all of this, the fact that we got that information at that time immediately before moving any further, it's almost as though, hey, you, you know, God prepared ahead of time for us to know. It's like, hey, as you move forward, you ought to know about this. Right. You know, right. and, and be on the lookout and find Which a way. Which is why I think then the next step that for us to do would be to get inside and then to have an inspection done. Yeah. That, I mean, before we move any. Right. Or to, yes, exactly. Yeah. To see what kind of inspections they've done. And ask them specifically, you know, not necessarily that we were given information, but right. say, hey, but ask, you know, looking right. at the age of this building, does this building happen to have this type of material in it? And <laughs> uh, do you have do you have written documentation to back that up? Right. You know, and and so those are those are the sorts of things, uh, you know, and of course, you know, and, and, and we would make contracts contingent upon our own inspection. Look at me as if. I'm, you know, know. ready to make the decision, but contingent upon our own uh, (laughs) cleared inspection of said assurances about such materials, uh, then then that's then we would potentially move forward. Yeah. So anyway, we'll ah, we're that that's where we're at in this building and weighing the cost against the cleanup. Plus the cost of the renovations and whether that's all doable. So. Yeah, the, and, and you know, I I talk, here here it is, I lead the podcast mastermind, and one of the things I've told people, I said, one of the things that I've learned, and I hate it when I tell people what I've learned, because then all of a sudden, when I tell people what I've learned, then it's kind of like I'm, you know, I'm teaching them, and I, and, or, you know, it's kind of right. like, you know, hey, this is, this is a truth, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, gosh, Cliff, if you're going to teach that to us, don't you think you ought to live up to it, is, is what I would suspect many people would want. Right. And what I had been teaching them is that I learned is that you don't approach it so much as, is this something I, I can afford right now? But it's more along the lines of, this is something that is necessary to move forward with To plans. grow my business, right. And if this is necessary and needed, what are the costs involved? And then the question is, what can I do to get that? Right. All right. What can I do to make that happen? And uh, so anyway, it is, um, you know, it, it it's interesting. Now, uh, Kim's in there. She, she says, make sure that, to check in thoroughly and make sure they're not selling it for a low price for a reason. Well, a couple things about this place that I already know um, is that it is a block building. 
Mm-hmm. So it's concrete block found, you know, it's concrete foundation, concrete blocks up both sides in the, the back. Side, yeah. And it's got a brick front, which, by the way, I love the brick front. And I and I just need to be cleaned it, up. It needs all new commercial grade windows, commercial grade front door. Uh, so all of that would need to be done. Mm-hmm. But still, one I can see I can visualize what this would look as GSPN, as, as, as the headquarters mm-hmm. of our studios or whatever. And and so I already can envision what it would look like. I mean, even if you had to completely remove f- the roof up and rebuild a whole new roof down, it, it's like it still would be. I don't know. But here's the situation. I, I want to look inside and see what what the space looks like in the inside. I'm understanding that she's saying that it it's been completely gutted on the inside, right? So that there's nothing in there. Which, by the way, I, it's perfect. It's perfect. I was sitting there watching the live stream of Twit, you know, Leo Laporte's this week in Tech Network, and and just how open and spacey that is. And I and I and it would be easy to put a couple you know four wall spaces up and mm-hmm. and have offices in there. And I would certainly do that. And we could have a certain studio that's kind of soundproofed in a corner somewhere. But we could also have open air studios and and stuff like that. And uh, I was talking. And then all of a sudden, this is where Stephanie and I were kind of, you know, dreaming. It's like, okay, if we did this, we could do live video shows. Mm -hmm. We could have our own web TV network. We could have our own live streaming network. We could we could rent out studio space for people to come in and they could, you know, pay to be on our network and to to produce content. And our and our team of producers would make that content available on the Web and on further YouTube channels and 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 stuff like that. And we could coach them and I could do classes and and all of these other things. There, there are so many different revenue streams that become possible when you're not just in this little room in our basement. Right. And Stephanie's one comment that, that makes a lot of sense to me is that, you know, to be able to separate work from home, wouldn't the mortgage cost of be that building that. be worth <clears throat> it? And and this is why I'm so excited to bring it up and to share all of this with the community. But the question is, is would it be worth the financial uns- uncertainty to go into this new realm over the next 18, 24 to 36 months. Was it worth it the first time? There's no question it was worth it the first time. Okay. But are you ready for another bout of that kind of up and down kind of stuff? I don't think I know anything else. Okay. Honestly. All right. Hmm. As All long right. as we're feeding our kids. And keeping our house. All right. Don't put my bed up in the studio because then that defeats the purpose. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, yes. It's, uh, I I don't. I honestly, I don't. Um, I don't think I know anything else. And it is um, it's a step of faith. So you think it's the right thing? And to the do. last time we took a step of faith. It worked out pretty well for us. It did. And um, I honestly believe that one of the gifts God has granted me with is a gift of discernment. And um, like Pete from Warehouse 13, I have a good vibe. 
All right. I do. I just have a good feeling. Yeah. I will say that every time I've driven past that building. It's spoken to you. It has. Yes. It has. It's really weird. The kids are even like, Dad, we can walk home. We can visit you at work. And yeah. John in the chat room, he says, but you'd have to give up that 35-second commute. And matter of fact, I'm I am. telling you, it is worth it. Yeah. The, it's definitely. I will pay whatever <laughs> monthly mortgage comes from a $300,000 loan for my husband to have more than a 35-second commute. Yeah. Yeah. The only I've even offered for after he's finished working to like go for a 20 minute drive and come home. So then it feels like he has left work and come home. Yeah. But um, I, I would I would pay an insane amount of money. Of course, he'd have to work to create the money that <laughs> I could pay for it. But I, I would I would pay a lot of money for my husband to have more than a 35 second commute. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see the benefits. I see a lot of benefits. I mean, so much I, I could see the, you know, the video content that I could create because the cameras would always be set up. Yep. I could have a green screen room. I could have. We could both fit in the same place. Yeah. There's there's a lot that could be done. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyway. You so, know, we could quote Field of Dreams here. What? Build if it and they will come. you build it, they will come. Yeah. Right. But um. I don't know. It, 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 it's it's intriguing. It's interesting. I as I talk it, if I talk through it logically, it makes sense. Yeah. But then when you know, g- get me alone after a couple hours, and then all of a sudden I'm like, really? You know, mm, I'm thinking if you're alone after a couple, you're probably not really alone. Yeah. There is somebody that is that is. Yeah. Speaking it, some negatives into you. Right. It's it's just I just wanted to. I just I just want to make sure that I'm just not rushing anything to build what I want Sorry, to, be, John. to be more successful and, and all of that other stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I but at the same time, I I think I really want to do things that make a difference. I, I I wonder what it would do for me in my mindset if I, I I immediately all of a sudden it's like wow you know I I think here's the deal I I know that my own worth my own value who I am as a person and stuff like that I'm coming to understand that that doesn't change with the with the little things that I am who I am because of how I've been created and who I've been created by I understand that but I did all of a sudden think well you know all of a sudden I would stand a little taller. If all of a sudden I happen to be not just a business owner, but I owned a commercial space and this is my, this is, this is, this is a, a, a place of, this is a place of business. This is, this is serious. And this is one of the things that I talk about is, is taking things seriously. You know, it, it I, you know, I, I think that I would take myself more seriously. I think people, now I, I, the thing is, I believe people already take me more seriously than I take myself. But sometimes the question is, do I want to invest in myself? You know? I can tell you, yes, you do. What? Because want to invest in yourself. What? What is? What's going on here? What's in the chat room? Um, Carol says, um, then Matthew could move downstairs and you could have a real guest room. Of course, then I guess we would still have to book that through Winnie. Yes. And I just responded, LOL. <laughs> um, I've actually made some some um, renovations in my mind of what that room will be. Um, when Matthew no longer occupies that. Right. And um, it will still 
uh, second as a guest room, but um, it will, its main focus will be my sewing room. Right. I want a space where I can work on my hobby. Mm-hmm. We, we built you a space to work on your hobby. Literally, we put up the walls that, yes, that built this space for you to work on your hobby that has grown into some extraordinary things. And I'm not saying that my hobby is going to grow into extraordinary things, but I want an outlet for that. I, I want a place to do that. Right. And um, and so that's what that's what will become of Matthew's room when he no longer occupies it. Exactly. So anyway, that that is our big news. Big news. That's our big decision. Big news. How much time we got left? Uh, we fit any of this other stuff even in here? We got forty eight minutes. We're uh, at forty eight. Yeah, minutes? we're at forty eight minutes. Okay, so basically, you're not allowed to talk anymore, and um, I can finish the rest of the to do list in the next twelve minutes. What did you just say? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I was reading Stuart's. Stuart posted in there. He says the enterprises in Ravenscraft Enterprises LLC would show itself more, and I think so. I think you. I, I agree. I Absolutely. Think so. Absolutely. I agree. So, what did you just say? I said you're not allowed to talk anymore, and I can cover the rest of the topics in the next twelve minutes, okay. which are now eleven because I had to explain it to you Cincinnati again. Cincinnati Bell. We switched from Dish Network to Cincinnati Bell. Basically because I hated Dish Network, but in all honesty, because they finally brought fiber optics to our area and Cliff is super excited about it. So we switched, we got cable, we got um, faster internet all through this, this fiber optics. We are shipping our Dish Network stuff back and telling them adios. Actually, we were not quite nice with them on the phone. Huh? huh? Um, well, you, you, not, you weren't like overly pleasant. Um, I wasn't overly, but I you wasn't weren't overly nice. rude, right? And um, I wasn't, I wasn't rude at all. You're like, okay, so maybe I was playing the conversation was... through my head, but <laughs> anyway, um, but we've already we got the box. We just need to package the stuff up and send it back. The and it's all cheaper than what we're paying right now for our Cincinnati Bell. Is it Zoomtown? Yeah, we had Zoomtown. Um, no, you're not yeah. allowed to talk anymore. And um, we had DSL and phone and phone and, it's and about then the Dish same Network price. and it's it's about the same price for you know. actually what we were paying for the phone and DSL alone was about the same price as what we're paying for all three, including the television now. So basically, whatever we were paying to Dish Network is basically how much we're saving per month, which is like 70 bucks a month. Sorry, go ahead. No, right, I'm done. So, That's so, it. That's it. We switched. We left right, them. Bye. Well, bye. Sayonara. Yeah, and the, I didn't fi- like the you in the first place. Fiber optics is cool. We have, uh, we have a DVR still yeah. and all that stuff, and it records up to three shows at the same time. Yeah. And in November they're gonna upgrade it to where it'll do up to five. Sweet. Yeah. Come on, November. Yes, exactly. So because our shows are coming back on nine twenty-seven, and Thursday is a full. Sh- it's a full night. There's like lots of shows on Thursday. iPhone five iPhone 5. Let me tell you about the iPhone 5. Uh-oh. I've been looking forward to this iPhone 5 since they crapped out on the announcement of the 4S. Yep. I'm telling you. That's how long I've been waiting. And it's just, it's not, it doesn't make me go ooh and ah. I'm just like, well, really, I don't need a new phone. I still need to replace the glass. Yep. And wish that my iPhone 4 had... um. Siri. Siri, but th- there's no great bells and whistles that speak to me. Um, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to expect more. I'm feeling quite spoiled. 
and yeah. um no, they're they're not living up to what i feel that they i, I think that they should be dis- designing a, a phone specifically for stephanie ravenscraft yeah. and i don't understand why they're not doing that what what would that phone have do you know no <laughs> <laughs> neither do they neither do they they tried but they failed <laughs> they just fell so off the mark yeah if they came out with a phone i would i, I would know when i saw it mm-hmm. but it's not the iphone 5 yeah but i think i might get it anyway <laughs> Well, the thing is, is we, you know, Matthew is getting that to that place where we want him to have a phone with him when he goes to places. Yeah. So, and I, and I know that, you know, we've been or talking about not that. so much when he goes to places other than I need to be able to reach him when I'm not here. Right. Because Matthew really likes to stay home. Mm-hmm. I've never seen somebody who's more of a homebody than our son. Right. Yeah. Although with our Fitbits, he's uh, right. He's stepping he it up a bit. Um, I don't know. I think he'd be happy to to jog in place with the PS3 controller in his hand. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Well, the the deal is, is you know, the, I don't feel any need to get an iPhone five at all. Right. I, none. No need at all. Although we are thinking about getting Matthew a phone. Uh, you know, Megan's phone. It, it, could be upgraded at this point you know she's got an iphone 3gs so there's a good chance that probably we're going to end up getting new phones after they come out um but not because it's like oh we can't but wait because it's we can't yeah. live without them it's because yeah we are in a family need of an upgrade right and no. and here here's the thing. The, so what is the family share plan? The family share plan is this. Uh, basically, right now, um, you and I are both grandfathered in on this unlimited data plan. Now, Megan, however, was you know came on after they quit selling that. Right. So she is. We actually pay for her to have access to two gigabytes of data. Right. She's only approached that limit twice. We used to have around the 200 megabytes. That didn't work out that so well. That didn't work out so well. Uh, but so we upgraded her to the two. I upgraded without even telling her. I upgraded her to the right. two gigabytes. She still plan. thinks she's on the two. I know. T- yeah. <laughs> that, I think that that's pretty funny. Yeah. So I upgraded her to the two, two gigabyte plan. And she's never really gone over that. I looked at mine. Mine, I average about two to three gigabytes per month. Well, what it works out to is like for $120, you can get 10 gigabytes and then it's $30 per phone after that. So $30 times four is 120. So 120 plus 120 is $240, which that's with four smartphones and the that share plan. Is that, that's about what our bill is now. That's what I was going to say. Well, with taxes. So it'll actually be more with taxes. Right. But anyway, um, here's the situation. We would have unlimited phone all the time all the time unlimited texts all the time well that that's no big deal but unlimited phone all the time that's a big deal especially with matthew getting a phone i know unlimited phone all the time unlimited text but then we would have as a family a limit of 10 gigabytes per month as a family okay so what's 10 divided by four is 2.5 So 2.5 gigabytes per person on average. And, it, you know, if necessary, we could bump it up. But I think we may go to that. Okay. I think that's what we may go to. Nifty. What else we got? Um, Just our Fitbits? Uh, Fitbits. Our Fitbits. 
So I started this whole Fitbit thing. You did. Last year for my birthday. Yep. Um, I got it. I wore it all the time. It was fantastic. I loved tracking my sleep. I loved um, setting my goals and working toward them all day. And something happened where the little thing that you sync with got, um, it got unplugged and the battery went dead and the kids were moving the Mac, the iMac around all of the time. And uh, so I stopped wearing my Fitbit. <coughs> Excuse me. And a few weeks ago, we decided that we were going to switch it over and put it on Megan so we could get a good idea of how many. Um, I, you got to go. All right. So basically, <coughs> we switched it over. Hold on. I'll mute Stephanie there. She's having something stuck in her throat. So you all right? Okay. Do you want to finish it? Because I, I don't know exactly what all you were going to say. Okay. We put it on Megan and Megan was well, starting. We wanted to-, to know how many calories she was burning at dance. Right. And then Stephanie decided um, <laughs> after a while she wanted to have her Fitbit back. She's like, I can't. She's sitting there watching Megan you know, use this and she's missing her I, own Fitbit. It's I was. Like, I was missing it. Uh, the only reason you stopped using it was because it, 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 it just it, stopped. You stopped using it and it stopped. It stopped sinking. The computer disappeared. Uh, all this other stuff. So but eventually you, you said, I want that. I want a Fitbit back. So I said, okay, well, we'll get you a Fitbit. So we went out to the store and got you a Fitbit. And at the time, I was thinking about getting me one. And you said, go ahead. I said, get it. I think that you'll love it. I think that you will absolutely love it. It's going to track your steps. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And what does he do? He leaves Best Buy without a Fitbit. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that I wanted And about an hour after we get home. I started setting hers up and I started looking things up and how it works and stuff like that. And then I'm like, oh, crap. I want one of these. And he's like, I'm going back to Best Buy. I want a Fitbit. Yep. 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 And then Megan's like, I want a new Fitbit. And and I sit there. I said, well, you've got a Fitbit. But I want a new one. It does does the clock and it does this. And and I sit there. I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, you know what? You'll just have to wait for a while. And then Matt's like, I want a Fitbit. And I'm like, okay. And then I made him, you know, wait for a couple of days. And then I, I went and got Megan a new Fitbit and Matt got Megan's. But, and I told Matt and he says, but I want a new one. And I said, I said, I'll tell you what, you keep this thing for 30 days. And if you don't lose it after 30 days, I will get you a new Fitbit. Which is pretty good for an 11 year old boy. Yep. And um, the last two days, um, Wednesday and Tuesday, because that's when he got his Fitbit was on Tuesday. Um, the boy has ended the day with over 16,000 steps. Yeah. It, we, Can we say competitive? Actually, wrong music. Sorry. Right? Yes. We competitive. are a, we're a competitive family and we went out we to the... fighting for our steps. We went to the track a couple nights this week and we're going around it the track. It was fun. And everybody's walking like crazy except for McKenna. She's like, I want a Fitbit. I want a Fitbit. <laughs> uh, it's like... Anyway, if you want to learn more about the Fitbit, I did an entire podcast episode about the Fitbit on pursuing a balanced life. You can find it at gspn.tv forward slash Fitbit, F-I-T-B-I-T, gspn.tv slash Fitbit. Anyway, Stephanie, lots of stuff going on here. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got big things ahead, bigger things than what I'm even comfortable doing. But it looks like we're probably going to end up doing some crazy stuff again. Crazy things. Ugh. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a fun journey. We invite you to join us. Until next time, my friends, we encourage you to live your life with purpose. <laughs>